Hip, hip, hooray, let's give a cheer. It's 9 a.m., the signal's clear. Our favorite host is in the chair. The Truman Show is on the air. It's The Truman Show with Truman Jones. A look at the politics, news, sports, and people that are shaping Rutherford County. The Truman Show is on the air. The Truman Show is on the air. Now from Adams Place on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS. Here's Truman Jones. Good morning, Rutherford County. It's an absolutely beautiful day today. And, uh, of course, we're over at Adams Place. And Adams Place is, um, I don't know if you've ever been over here or not, but it, it is a, um, it, it's a really great place for people as you get 55 and older. And they do so many wonderful things as far as taking care of you. And it's, it, it's, it's really on a very high level. And the, the, we have a lot of people here that actually that I've grown up with. It, it, um, uh, I know many, many people in here, and they just absolutely enjoy it because you can feel the friendly atmosphere as soon as you walk through the door and all the people that um, have so many things that they can do right here inside the building. We have the, of course, we have the virus thing going on, and a lot of people are afraid to get out and and um, kind of um, enjoy the relationships with other people. But you don't worry about that over here at Adams Place. And uh, it, they have all kinds of schedules set up. It's not boring at all. Uh, many of the, the people uh, that uh, will work out in the morning and enjoy swimming and all the aerobic exercises that you can even think about. And it, it seems like that they just seem to be in a happy world, you might say. Uh, I, I, I know that um, Terry is uh, going to be up here in a, in a moment, Terry Deal, and they, uh, they really work hard to make sure that the people who live here at, at Adams Place are taken care of on a high level. And um, th- th- there's something, if you've ever been on a cruise, uh, and, uh, uh, and it's, it's one of those things where you enjoy uh, 24 hours a day. I mean, a lot of people like myself, they don't sleep a lot. So when when they come, when they go on a cruise, it, it, it's one of the more enjoyable things that you can do. And Adam's Place is, is very much like that. Uh, you have a number of levels that uh, uh, you have the rehab part. You have uh, people who uh, absolutely have to be taken care of medically. Uh, but then you have the separate part where you have what I consider the condo area, and people will come here, and I've known some of my friends that have actually gotten to the point where they want to to have a little bit more uh, um, or less responsibility than what they're having to have uh, in their particular homes where they're living. 
and uh, they they will go over to Adam's place, which is uh, basically uh, uh, on uh, 231 North. Uh, if you know where the airport is here in Murfreesboro, that that light it, it's the opposite side of the road, and you drive right in, and uh, you're welcomed in, and bless their hearts. Um, we all get to that point where we've kind of lost touch with a, a lot of things that are going on. And I know that um, when you come in here, um, it, it, it's like um, it, it's another world. Uh, um, if you've ever seen the movie Neverland, Neverland is kind of, when you walk in here, it, it's absolutely a, a different story. And... Uh, I know that right now it's my understanding that they have a, a, a couple of openings here that uh, they're looking for uh, good people to come in and become part of the Adams community. And you 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 would have to search far and wide to find a place that offers a a high level of living, um, including. Uh, the food here is absolutely out of this world. I've eaten here uh, two or three times and uh, been with these people. And I have a lot of my classmates. They will holler at me when they come through. And I don't know how many of you that are listening actually went to school right here at MTSU. But uh, we have a couple of educators that are here. Dr. Howard is one of them, and Dr. Ed Howard was uh, one of my guests uh, a couple of weeks ago, and it was one of the more enjoyable experiences that I've had in a long, long time. Of course, he's a World War II veteran. Uh, he was in uh, the Air Force and flew on a number of what we call suicide missions that flew into Japan and uh, and he, uh, I, I, I could just sit here and listen to him for two or three weeks. And Terry's been pretty busy this morning. Uh, she's had a lot going on. And uh, thank you so much, Terry, for being on the show today. And uh, I've been trying to explain in my own uh, way what it's like to be here at Adams Place, to live here, and and uh, it, it you make everything so nice for all the people that reside here in Adams Place. And give me a give me a little bit of a of how you would explain uh, Adams Place and and uh, and how special it is to be in our community. All right. Well, first of all, thank you for inviting me to, to come in and join you this morning. So uh, our residents in the residential living, uh, this is simply home yeah. to them. You know, I think a lot of times uh, folks think, well, if I'm leaving my brick-and-mortar house, mm -hmm. uh, I'm having to give up a lot. But what we don't understand is how much is gained by moving into a community like this. So residential living is really intended to live your life according to your own terms, mm -hmm. uh, still traveling, still... We've got some residents who still work jobs, 
Um, so living here during the, the pandemic has been really interesting because we have really been put to the test to see how we can overcome the obstacles that we were presented with. Yeah. So our activities director, Betsy, she uh, came up with a lot of uh, varied ways that we could continue with activities. Uh, you know, we had so much that was taken away from us mm -hmm. that we had to get really creative in what we could still do. So, you know, uh, living here, whether it's in a pandemic or whether it's just in uh, normal life that we're looking forward to post-COVID, uh, again, it's just living according to what you want to do. Uh, we've got residents that will, in good weather, will still bike every day outside. They have their bikes here or they'll exercise. Like I was saying, some of them still work. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's just it, the residents are here for us to cater to. We take great pride in pampering our residents. <laughs> You do a great job with that, I can tell you. Well, I, we've got a fantastic staff here, and what is really unique is how everyone that works here, I, I would say probably not 100%, but pretty close to 100% of the people that work here truly love what they're doing. Mm -hmm. uh, they enjoy the interaction with our residents and we just really enjoy serving them and meeting them where they are and whatever their needs are. You know, a lot of places, uh, you, you uh, people get the misconception of what really Adams Place is all about. Mm -hmm. it, it's not a really confined area. When you're talking about the con, what I call the condo area, mm -hmm. th they have. Uh, the full freedom here to do what they want to do. The, many of them own their own cars, and like you say, they'll go work or they'll go out and, and shop. But but they develop friendships when they're here, and and, and they have a. It, it's like living in in any other the of the communities in Rutherford County, except you get special treatment here. I mean, right. you really do. You, you lose no freedom whatsoever, and everything. Is a high level. You've got some of the best food that I've ever put in my mouth. I mean, the, the, I it, it, it is out of this world. But you have the swimming pool inside. Uh, people go and you have schedules for workout where people can work out together. Right. And uh, you have everything inside this building that I have outside the building. Exactly. And uh, I, I go work out every morning over at the Mac and just enjoy all the friendships that, that you develop there. And a lot of them I have known for many, many years. Mm -hmm. And you have people that I went to school with here that just absolutely, they tell me they love it over here. They really do. Uh, you know, again, it's not about what you give up mm -hmm. when you move here. I think you... What little you're giving up, you're gaining even more in the built-in socialization. Mm -hmm. You know, now uh, this style of living is not for everyone. You know, there there are some people that don't want to walk out of their front door and be that close to a neighbor, but uh, a lot of us we really enjoy it. Uh, I'm actually looking forward to retirement age and moving to something like this, because you have the automatic social network. Mm -hmm. uh, so if you're not feeling well, if you're just kind of having a down day, if you're just flat out bored and want something to do, you don't have to go very far to do it. Mm -hmm. On some of the bitterly cold days that we had last week, 
our residents didn't have to get out and get in their car and get it warmed up to drive to go exercise. They just yeah. walked down the hall and go exercise and then grab a cup of coffee and, you know, go on about their day. So there really is a lot that is gained by moving here. But I think the socialization factor is one of the biggest advantages of being here. You know, I, I was talking earlier before you came on. Uh, this place reminds me of being on a cruise. Oh, absolutely. It, it's 24 hours a day, and, and the people here, uh, I, there's no boredom in this place, which I find fascinating. And um, you're you're right. Everybody has their own particular uh, style of living, especially when we get at a certain age like uh, I have and they have. Mm-hmm. And uh, there, it's um, people need to come here and visit and and talk to you. And, and walk through and see some of the wonderful things that you offer. And uh, I, I know you have games mm-hmm. that, that, that the guys uh, take care of, but uh, two or three of the people that I have known all my life that are here, mm-hmm. they said that they wouldn't want to be anywhere else. It, 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 it offers things that you couldn't find in any other place it's amazing right well it's funny that you reference the cruise ship because i tell people that all the time i honestly feel like i run a landlocked cruise ship Uh, (laughs) if you are bored it is probably due to choice Mm -hmm. rather than not uh, rather than a lack of availability Um, so our residents you know, they get to choose what they want to do. We put out an activities calendar every month. Uh, they can choose what they want to do. But the thing is, there's a lot of things that don't ever make it to the activities calendar just because there's not enough room on the paper to put it all. Mm-hmm. Uh, or Betsy will create uh, an event on the spur of the moment. Maybe somebody calls and says, hey, can we come perform this week well now that we're able to allow our entertainers back in the building absolutely come on bring your groups come sing for the residents Uh, we've had several entertainers this week and it amazes me the quality of the entertainers that we have here so you know much like on a cruise ship you can choose the games you can choose entertainment you can choose social events uh, whatever it is that you want to do One thing that has come out of COVID, which I have found uh, amusingly interesting, Mm -hmm. has been for many years we've had a group of gentlemen who have religiously uh, played billiards. We've got a beautiful billiards room. Do you allow bedding? Uh, I have heard it to take place on occasion. I have heard you have a couple of sharks in there. <laughs> we do have some sharks, but what's been interesting is the ladies have taken over the billiards room. Uh-oh. Uh, during COVID, I was laughing with some of the guys the other day that they just about have to make appointments to get back in the billiards room now because the ladies are taking it over. And uh, so it, they got so into it that Betsy arranged a pool tournament for them several weeks back and everybody really enjoys that type of thing do you remember norris lovern's pool place you you probably never even 
How come you missed out on that? I don't think I was in Murfreesboro at that time. I've oh. only I've only been here since 2005. Oh, I thought you'd been here longer than no. that, huh? Native to Middle Tennessee, but not to Murfreesboro. How in the world do you get a name like Deal and not be from uh, Rutherford County? I actually married into that from North Carolina. Oh. <laughs> Bless your heart. <laughs> there's, some, there's some of the more special people I've ever known in my life. What was it that brought you to Adams Place itself? Because you're a fascinating person. You're very bright, and you're you're a lot of fun to talk to. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, so Adams Place, I started working in senior living in 2011 mm-hmm. in Murfreesboro. And uh, honestly, Adams Place was, when I finished my master's program and I started looking for my first job after the master's program, I came and put in an application mm-hmm. at Adams Place, uh, but I didn't ever really hold out any high hopes of getting here because I knew from uh, just the word on the street, people come to Adams Place and they never leave. Yeah. Well, the only way to, to be able to go somewhere is if somebody vacates a spot. So I never really had high hopes of getting here. And a very dear friend of mine called me a little over two years ago and made me aware that our former director uh, had chosen to move on. Mm -hmm. And this position as executive director was opening up. Was I interested? And I jumped at the opportunity, and I have not looked back since. Have you made a lot of uh, friendship relations as far as being here? Because... Uh, you have the personality of a lot of the people that I know that live here right now. And um, I, I can see you probably staying here for the rest of your career as far as dealing with something like this. And it, it has to be totally enjoyable mm-hmm. for somebody like you. Do you take place uh, part in, in, in the workouts, the swimming? You've got one of the best swimming pools I've ever seen. In, well, thank indoor. you. Yeah, it, it's a very nice pool. Unfortunately, I do not get to take part in that. Uh, oh. For whatever reason, they expect me to work when I get here. I haven't figured that part out, Truman. Uh, you want me to talk to the boys, the Adams boys, go and, talk and, to the and Adams see if boys. I can give you a little bit more of a, 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 a freedom of, of use in some of these things? A little things. bit of freedom. Let me go for a swim every now uh-huh. and then. Uh, there's a lot that I do ta- take part in. Uh, you know, one of the things that I enjoy most is building the relationships. Yeah. And uh, so I'm, you know, when I first started here, I've actually been here for two years, started in December 2018. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I first started, I was very intentional about getting to know each one of the residents that already lived here. Good for you. And then during the two years, obviously, as I have moved new residents in, I start that relationship building much earlier on, you know, Mm -hmm. at the initiation uh, phase when they first reach out for information. Um, but I, I really feel like it's important for me to know the residents, to know what their likes and dislikes are. When you're in a community like this, there's nothing, there are no two residents that are going to be the same. Right. And if you try to do a cookie cutter program and run it in, run the place in a cookie cutter style and treat everybody the same, you're not going to satisfy very many people at all. Yeah. 
So I just really think it's important for me and for the staff to get to know the residents. And everybody does an excellent job. The the dining room servers, uh, you know, as they're serving, the residents are drilling them with questions. Who are you? What are your goals? What do you want to do? What are you doing right now? And they get to know one another. And so relationships are developed and the residents if we will allow them the residents speak into our lives in ways that we might not get in any other way so especially for these younger people who are just starting out you know a lot of the folks in the dining room are either finishing high school or they're in college yeah and to have access to the wisdom that is in this building and they gain that just through developing those relationships I've noticed you have a lot of educators uh, that were in, uh, at universities and mm-hmm. in the high schools around here. And, uh, do you remember Ms. Black? Uh, was she gone before? She was you gone came? before I got here. Yes, sir. She she uh, those people want to live life to the fullest. I don't mm-hmm. care if they're 55 or 105. Right. And, and it's amazing to me. I had her on my radio show at the radio station years ago. And uh, she remembered every student, and I mean she taught more than most of the other teachers longer. And she was amazing because we would bring up incidences that happened in our classrooms, uh, either positive things or negative Mm -hmm. things. And I remember it was a very hot day over at Central High School, and we had no air conditioning whatsoever in that building. So the previous class before us, she let them go outside, sit underneath the big tree there, mm-hmm. and and uh, uh, enjoyed their uh, their class festivities. And then we asked her to do the same thing for us. Well, she wouldn't do it. She had reasons, of course. And we all pretty much uh, protested by not opening our mouths anytime she would want to talk to us. So. Bless her heart, she picked on me to be the one that would tell what we were doing. So um, this is something like 40 years, 50 years later, uh, actually 50 years later. uh, She remembered everything about that particular incident. And I I asked her, because I never asked her before, why did you pick on me? to be the, the person who is not going to be liked for the rest of the year. And she said, Truman, I knew you'd be honest with me, which was a, a very nice compliment. Absolutely. Uh, maybe the only compliment I ever got going through school. But <laughs> but still, she she was just so precious. And, uh, that, and of course, she was John Bragg's sister who, mm-hmm. who was in uh, the house over here in, in the state of Tennessee for many, many years. And he has a that four-lane uh, road uh, named after him right. between Murfreesboro and Woodbury. But that that's not unusual for what you have here. I mean, it's... Uh, it's it's an exciting. You've got all the wonderful things for them, but you have exciting intellectual people. You have heroes from mm-hmm. World War II and and, and on. Uh, that has to uh, really make you feel very comfortable and enjoy being with them. Oh, absolutely. You know, you make a good point with the educators. There's something special 
about educators and, and their ability to get to know their students, and yeah. it goes back to the relationship building. Uh, and I think you're right. You can find teachers from way back when, and they're going to remember details that even we may not remember. Uh, but, you know, one of the things with our resident population, the great thing about our residents is it doesn't matter what level their education is, it doesn't matter what their work history is, where mm -hmm. they came from. Anytime a new person moves in, they're welcomed into the flock immediately and, you know, establish uh, good, strong relationships. And so they're, everybody's really welcoming, uh, very friendly. Uh, and again, it just—it really doesn't matter what they did or where they came from. Yeah, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with Terry Deal. From NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard, it's the Truman Show on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. This is Ron Hall. When the unexpected happens, Fair Construction can help you, whether there's a vehicle in your business or your home that's not supposed to be there. It's in the news, a car through the front door. We can board it up where the place is secure and deal with your insurance company to get it back to its previous condition. When the unexpected happens, call Fair Construction Company. This is Ron Hall with Fair Construction. Call 615-893-6120. Premier Six Theater is open. They're excited to see you again and will be showing some classic movies you'll be sure to enjoy. Check MurfreesboroMovies.com for showtimes. For Premier Six Theater, they're now open. From NHC's Adams Place, home of Premier Senior Living on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back uh, over at Adams Place and just absolutely enjoying sitting here talking to Terry. And uh, we've had some uh, calls. And uh, first of all, uh, about the uh, COVID virus that's coming up uh, pretty soon. And the question was, will residents be able to get the virus uh, uh, vaccine and along with your workers here? Mm -hmm. And... Uh, has it been secured for them to get the first doses? And can you guys talk about it uh, on the air so the listeners can know? So that, that's a pretty good question. That's a very good question. Uh, I will answer as much of it as I can. Mm -hmm. um, our director of nursing would be better equipped to answer some of the specifics mm -hmm. uh, just from a clinical standpoint. But, yes, uh, our residents and our employees are already slated to get the vaccine in the first round of them becoming available. Uh, NHC partnered with Walgreens some time ago so that uh, Walgreens will actually be the ones to administer our vaccines. Mm -hmm. 
So we are waiting on the the final vaccine for uh, approval to be given so that it can be administered and waiting on all the necessary consent forms and those kinds of things. So we're going ahead uh, while we're playing the waiting game, we're going ahead and beginning the process of getting consents uh, or at least getting the paperwork in place to do that and um, have everything set up so that when Walgreens calls and says, we've got it, we're coming, we're ready to go. So we're, we're trying to stay on the front end of that. So you already have uh, the uh, working knowledge of Walgreens itself, and they, have, they know that you will be available as soon as those vaccines come in. That is correct. Yeah. So you're already fully prepared. We are trying to be. Uh, COVID has definitely caused everybody to uh, react a lot of times. Uh, hopefully this time around with, with the vaccine coming out, we're going to be able to prepare uh, to respond to it rather than having to react to it with a knee-jerk reaction. Uh, do you have any idea, once the vaccine is given to your residents, how that's going to give them more freedom of what they're going to be doing. Will the mask come off? Will they be able to go out and socialize uh, in a lot of different areas here in Rutherford County and, and go out and enjoy life uh, the way it was before the virus hit? We don't know yet how things are going to be changed or how quickly they're going to be changed. That's actually something that our leadership team has been talking about this week. And there are, there are going to be questions along the way for the next few weeks that our answer is just, we don't know yet. Mm -hmm. So we're going to have to wait and see. I think one of the things that is going to be a determining factor is how many people actually get the vaccine. You know, in an environment like this, it's going to be the, the greater majority. Mm -hmm. But what happens in Murfreesboro, what happens in Rutherford County as far as people getting the vaccine? So we're just going to have to wait and see. I wish I could give you a more clear answer than that, but I can't. Yeah, I wish uh, government and the other people that are that make the decisions, I wish that they had a way to analyze this. And if if the residents here at Adams Place are the very first ones to receive the vaccine, mm -hmm. um, how what is going to be uh, the determining factor on? how free they will be going out in the community, maybe even though some of the other residents outside Adams Place mm -hmm. will not be as free to, to, to go around and socialize. And I really haven't heard anything that um, could um, separate that those particular decisions. Mm, yeah, that's unfortunately that is just something that I don't know right now. Yeah. I th it, it seems like the older people are more aware and and feel like that they need to do go through all the safe procedures mm -hmm. than everybody else. Oh, absolutely. And I, and you you think about well, all the young people they're running loose and socializing and hugging and all that other mm -hmm. stuff. Where well, that's one of the first things that they'll ask me when I come in here every morning 
have I hugged anybody and have I kissed anybody? <laughs> and I say, unfortunately, I haven't. So I don't know. Just, well, I wish that that could change for you. Yeah, so do I. <laughs> <laughs> Our family uh, is a hugging family. Uh, mine is too. Yeah, in, in our age, usually that was the that was the, the big thing. I, I don't remember a day going by that people in our family, we didn't hug each other. Oh, absolutely. It, just, it, it had to be that way. All right. I also got a text asking if Adam's Place has a swimming pool. Of course, they do. And is it open currently? Yes. So Adam's Place is the only community, uh, only senior living community in Rutherford County that does have a pool. It is indoor. Mm -hmm. It is heated. It is salt water. Uh, So it's available 12 months out of the year. We do water aerobics. They just got out of the pool a few minutes ago, have water aerobics scheduled every Tuesday and Thursday. And uh, then the residents, we've got several former aquatics instructors and PE instructors living with us. So mm-hmm. they lead their own classes. So they all look like they're in good shape over here. They're in better shape than I am in some cases because well, they're I... staying in that pool and going to wellness classes every day. Well, you got Mary Edith Martin, uh, MacFarlane, and uh, bless her heart, I have seen her out all over mm-hmm. uh, uh, the community riding her bicycle. Right. And then she gets up in the morning and goes over here and uh, does the water aerobics. Now, do you have to, uh, in, in um, a couple of places we have indoor pools mm-hmm. where they actually swim laps. Now, are, are they allowed to swim laps over here at a certain time where they're not going to interfere with the uh, the classes that are going on? Uh, they can really swim anytime, whether it's laps or just get in and kind of piddle around anytime they want to unless there's an organized class. And they know what the schedule is as far as the organized classes the residents do. So they just work around those classes to do their other things. You know, we've got residents that are on a very set routine. Every Saturday morning they'll go down. I had one resident that, as I was getting to know her a couple of years ago, we were talking about swimming, and she has been a swimmer most of her life, Mm -hmm. and she told me that every Saturday, she goes down and swims 40 laps. That's a long way. That's a lot swimming. of laps. Yeah. I, I, I laughed and I told her years ago, I remember swimming at the YMCA in Smyrna, and I decided I was going to be real bold and I was going to go swim laps while the kids were swimming. Mm-hmm. And I did one lap really good. <laughs> and I did a second lap not quite so good. And I got on my third lap and I got about halfway down the pool and I looked up and the, the uh, lifeguard was literally walking down the side of the pool with me every lap, every stroke I took. And I looked up at him, and he said, might be time to get out. Uh, So, yeah, for our residents to swim 40 laps a week, that's pretty impressive. So they can go down anytime they want to. I I would be swallowing water after one lap. (laughs) That's unbelievable. I know this sweet lady that uh, she's over 70. Um, and I'm, I'm not going to mention her name. I never mention age and ladies at the <laughs> same time. The That's name. wise. But uh, she goes uh, over and uh, right down the street from uh, us and 
swims over a mile when she gets into that pool mm. and just it, it's just it's it's fascinating to me that have that drive mm -hmm. and, and they never lose it which is a which is one of the draws right here at adams place right uh you want to continue on at a high level of life and 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 that's part of it now when you have people that visit here mm -hmm. and they're coming uh, maybe not be familiar with it, but they've heard about it, and they want to know everything that it offers to them. Mm -hmm. uh, and, of course, uh, many of them will sell their homes, and they will want to buy into here. And give me a, a little bit of all of that, but first of all, what is the real attraction for most of the people? So it depends on their own circumstances. Yeah. Uh, you know, sometimes uh, individuals, maybe their spouse has recently passed away and they're lonely. Mm -hmm. So they want to come to a community where they can have socialization. Um, they may, for whatever reason, be fearful of being in the house by themselves any longer. Yeah. Maybe they live out kind of in a remote area and don't feel safe or the, they're too far out for their kids to be able to get to them in the event of an emergency. Um, some residents, some new residents, uh, simply want to give up the responsibilities of home maintenance. Mm -hmm. I had a lady call me a couple of months ago that got on our wait list, and uh, she said, I'm calling you because the leaves have fallen, and I don't ever want to rake leaves again. <laughs> so she came up here, looked around, found what she wanted, and got on the wait list. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the, the reason for somebody coming can be very different from somebody down the hall. Yeah. Um, but the bottom line is something has changed in their life that they see a value to a community like this, whether it's the exercise programs or the socialization or just not having to cook any longer. So there's a variety of reasons why anybody's going to give me a call. Uh, but, it, it, you know, we were talking a little while ago about building relationships and what I feel like is most important is when I say you come to my office and say, you know, I'm, I'm interested in moving in. Well, Truman, I want to get to know you and the things that interest you. Yeah. If you don't like to swim, it's going to be pointless for me to try to sell you on the benefits of the swimming pool. Um, if you love to read, then I'm going to be taking you in our newly renovated library and talking to you about all of the features we have in there and do the book have, club. Do you have big print books? We have mostly big print books. We, right. We've kind of done away with the small print because we can't see them anymore. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, it's about finding out what it is you're interested in mm -hmm. so that I can show you how the features that we have will meet you where you have needs. Yeah. Uh, again, if if you don't ever plan on eating in our dining room, it doesn't matter how good our food is. That's not going to be a drawing card for you. Um, but if uh, if having somebody cooking for you is mm -hmm. important, if giving up housekeeping is important, um, the, the exercise programs, as we've talked about quite a bit today, very important. We have eight exercise classes plus water aerobics every mm -hmm. week. And we've got a gym that you can go in and do your own thing. Uh, so, you know, we, if a resident comes to me with an idea of a new piece of equipment that we can get, then if we can pull it off, we'll get that new piece of equipment for them just to give them a, a broader variety of things that they can do. So we really want to meet the residents where they are. And the only way that we can do that is to find out who they are, what their needs are, and what their interests are so that we can then 
show them how Adams Place can meet that need. Am, am I looking at it wrong, but aren't there quite a few more ladies here than there are men? There are. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and it's a paradise for the men. I remember every time I would come in here, Jerry Gaither would have about eight or nine ladies around him, and they're all taking care of him. They do. That's take a care big of plus them. for the guys. <laughs> That's a big plus for them, you know. Yeah. Uh, for whatever reason, the ladies do tend to outlive the men. Yes. Uh, and move in here, but the. The women will dote over the men in most cases. Yeah. Now, most people that uh, come here, a lot of them will sell their own homes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, it's, almost, it, it's almost exactly like buying a condo, say at Georgetown right. or, or someplace like that. Um, is, is there... Uh, any difference in in how they do that? So if they sell their um, house and then buy own here mm-hmm. through the condo process, um, do they uh, that money would go into Adams Place? And I don't really know. I know that Dr. Carl Adams and all mm-hmm. those were in, involved in the initiating, and it was a, for a particular purpose. And I think it was. Um, done for a very good reason. Mm-hmm. Um, now, once they buy a condo here, mm-hmm. does does that stay in their family, or how does that uh, evolve from the, that particular situation? So the way that's going to work, uh, first and foremost, you a resident can join Adams Place, for lack of a better term, uh, one of two ways. They can either do the buy program, the purchase program, mm-hmm. or they can come in on a month-to-month rental. Oh. So that's something that the month-to-month rental was introduced, I don't know, probably 10 or 12 years ago mm-hmm. in Adams Place. And, and it's a very popular way of entering. But the benefits of doing a purchase program or buying the condo, if you will, is providing for your long-term health care needs, securing a place uh, in either our assisted living, memory care, or uh, continuing care. Uh, And you get discounts along the way with that and that sort of thing. But what would happen is if you come in and purchase... And we've got uh, probably about 50% of our residents purchase, and the other 50% do month-to-month rental. Mm. Uh, but when someone purchases, they maintain the apartment uh, as their own until they need to leave residential living, whether that is by uh, moving into assisted living or continuing care or if they pass away directly from here. Mm-hmm. Once they leave residential living, If they're staying on our campus, say they've just gone to assisted living, then uh, the responsibility falls back on me to reoccupy that. So they are not, they don't own the property forever. It doesn't stay in their family. Okay. Okay. So Adams Place does retain the deed, if you will. Uh, And then I have the responsibility of reoccupying that apartment so that when the resident leaves the Adams Place campus, we initiate a refund of 90% of their purchase price. So some residents will choose to do it just so that they have a guaranteed 
uh, nest egg to leave to their children. Yeah. And that's perfectly fine, however they want to do that. So, you know, if a resident is able to stay in residential living until they pass away, the refund is initiated after the apartment is reoccupied. If they move into assisted living or continuing care, then before they do pass away, that apartment may have had one or two other residents since Mm -hmm. them. So either way, when they leave Adams Place campus altogether, that's when we initiate that refund for them. Now, if they have injuries or something like that, Mm -hmm. um, and they they go to TOA, Mm -hmm. and they go through the process of of uh, having that repaired, when they do the rehab, do they go over here? Uh, uh, would they automatically come to Adams Place for the rehab work? Because they're going to be right there next to their home when they do that. Right. The goal is, yes, that they would return straight to us. Uh, that's one of the benefits of having rehab on our campus So if somebody uh, either has a scheduled surgery or there's an emergency that takes them out, usually I'll notify the admissions team right away to let them know that I have a resident that has gone out so that we can kind of be on the lookout for them to come back. So our goal always is for our residents to return to our campus. Occasionally they cannot for whatever reason, like this year, COVID has just thrown a kink into everything. So if if we can't do admissions due to COVID, then we would then work with the resident to get them into our sister property, NHC Murfreesboro, so that they can at least still be in the NHC family. And then we'll get them transferred to Adams Place if we can. Uh, but when they can come to our our rehab, it works really well because I can maintain contact with them. I talk with the therapy team frequently to get updates and the social workers uh, to get updates to coordinate the return to make sure that they've got what they need when they get back here and that sort of thing and then even when they do get back to their home then if they need to do outpatient rehab they can continue that in a lot of cases with the same therapist that they did their inpatient therapy with yeah i don't i don't think i've asked this question for for whatever reason it just hit me if you have an, a, a residence here mm-hmm. that has the COVID virus, mm-hmm. uh, how do you deal with that? Because there's so many people that um, they interact so much here right. because you have certain uh, people that really love the friendships that they have. Truman, we have been very fortunate. Yeah. Uh, we have not had a single resident to develop covid throughout this entire time in residential living. Yeah. Okay. Now that's amazing. It is amazing. We have had cases on our campus in assisted living and in the health center. Mm-hmm. But as far as residential living, we have had since March, since all of this began, we have only had two employees to test positive. Uh, and we were able to get both of them out of the building before mm-hmm. they became symptomatic. And so, you know, we haven't really had to cross the bridge of what do we do if. Uh, We have talked through scenarios, uh, talked with Buckley, our administrator, and our director of nursing again just the other day with the what if scenario. And bottom line is we're going to have to just take it on a case-by-case situation, you Mm -hmm. know, uh, depending. I've got 
situations where maybe family members have had COVID and they have asked, well, if mom or dad were to get sick, can we just bring them home with us since we've had it? That's a viable option. Yeah. You know, uh, in residential living, we don't have clinical teams here. Although, because we're part of a larger campus, we can get a nurse over here if we need them. So, you know, if somebody were to get sick with it and be really symptomatic, we would probably be looking at taking them into our rehab so that nurses could oversee them. But we'll just have to, fingers crossed and and prayers said that we don't ever have to deal with it. So far we haven't, but if and when we do, we'll just see what the severity of the case is and make a decision based on that. You know, Terry, I'll be glad when you get the uh, uh, the serum for the, the virus, mm-hmm. but simply because it's going to make your life a little bit better, isn't it? Because you, you, you have so many uh, things that are looking you in the face, what ifs. Mm-hmm. What ifs is always a terrible situation to work with. Yeah. And it, I, I know that when we started the school resource officer program years ago, we had to do an enormous amount of training to take care of the what ifs. Right. And that's including training, not just our officers, but training the the, the uh, teaching staff and, the, and, and even the students on how to react to certain things. Mm-hmm. And that's got to be uh, just mind-boggling for you right now because you're having to deal with so many different people right here. And uh, nobody really knows when they first get the virus. Right. That's, the, that's the bad situation. People may not ever show any symptoms. Right. And, and, and you guys, as soon as you walk through the door here, I, every morning I go through the same routine. Mm-hmm. I get uh, to see if I have a, uh, a, a, a fever. Mm-hmm. And, and in this cold weather, my, my uh, temperature is 97 degrees, yeah. which is usually 98. I don't know what's going on with that. The cold temperature is definitely affecting things. <laughs> yes. But uh, I, I, I'm asked if I've been around people who, who possibly could have had the virus and all the other uh, questions that are pretty similar anywhere you go. But you keep a tight, uh, really, uh, hold on anything that could possibly spread the, the virus. And since it's – what about the uh, – I know that you've had to quarantine uh, the rehab parts and all right. that. Uh, how do you keep a finger on this, which is, is, is separated uh, completely where the people live in their condos here? So it's definitely been a moving target all year. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, one of the, the terms that became real popular early on was everything has to remain fluid. Mm-hmm. And I got so tired of hearing that phrase, but it is so accurate because... Our information changes daily, sometimes hourly, and we have to be able to have a plan in place to respond to that. Um, it, you know, it has certainly, we've had our challenges. Uh, we are very consistent about checking temperatures, about going through the questionnaire. You know, and unfortunately, we do have to rely on everybody being 100% honest with us mm-hmm. about whether they've been exposed or anything. 
Uh, I know with Thanksgiving having just happened, a lot of our residents wanted to go visit with family. And we questioned whether our residents should quarantine when they returned and decided that we didn't want to take that freedom away from them. Yeah, so we just, you. you know, we, we wanted them to be able to go be with their families, but we did ask them to practice good, have good practices. You know, the wearing of masks, small groups, all of the things that everybody, the CDC and uh, Centers for Medicare and Medicaid have been asking us all of these months. And so you were saying, you know, about keeping our, our finger on the pulse of what's going on. It's really communication with our residents and with our families. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a family call me last week and said, Terry, we're positive. Mom was with us. What do we do? I said, we watch and wait. Wow, good for them. So, you know, I was very thankful for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so we rely on the residents and their family members to let us know who has been exposed, if anybody has been exposed, and then with our residents, because we don't want to take their freedoms away from them, we, we do have to put some restrictions in place, uh, but we just, it's really a watch and wait game. That's all that we can do, uh, but we're going to continue. We have taken countless temperatures over the months of mm-hmm. uh, not only our residents, but every employee that shows up for work every day, they go through an even more intense screening process than you do every morning. Uh, so we've we've got, I think, Bless five questions that you get to answer, <laughs> and we have nine that we get to answer, you know. Please uh, don't add four more on. <laughs> I come up there, and, and, and you and I, were, we were mentioning the size of print in books. Oh, yes. When I go up there, I can't read w- w- what everything is. I, I'm, I'm trying to look at it, and they take care of me. Bless yeah. their hearts. They, they, they read me all yep. the questions that I'm supposed to be answering and uh, put the little gun on my head to right. see what my temperature is. And um, I can't think of a safer place to be. Now, I, when you were explaining all that uh, about the freedom, mm-hmm. uh, this is their homes. It is. They uh, they own the, the the homes that are here. So um, it, it's a little bit more different, or a little bit. It is different and a little bit harder to to manage. I would think when they're coming into their own homes, mm-hmm. and then you have to give them. Uh, instructions on how they're supposed to react to these things. Yes. Uh, the Probably the hardest part of this year for me mm-hmm. has been having to tell my residents no. Yeah. Um, I don't... Bless your heart. I, I don't like putting restrictions on yeah. people. And, you know, a lot of times what I tell them is these are the guidelines... I'm going to ask that you please abide by the guidelines, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to tell you, no, you can't go. You know, yeah. I remember back in the summer when beauty shops first started opening up. Well, good gracious, we all had pretty shaggy hair by that point in time. Yeah, one of my guests and, still has a lot of shaggy hair. Uh-oh, we might need to get some clippers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, please you know, come in here when John Blankenship comes in. I'll sneak up behind. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so the residents were... were can I go to the beauty shop? Yeah. Well, my answer had to be, I would prefer that you not. Mm-hmm. But if you do, take these safety precautions. You know, uh, again, because it is their what home. Kind of, what kind of safety precautions do you give them when they go get a haircut? Because I know some, both men and women, mm-hmm. they haven't had a haircut since March. I know. Yep. 
So, you know, it's just the standard things that we're hearing even on in the media outlets. Yeah. You know, if you go to a beauty shop, make sure there's distance between you or go where there's only one chair, you know, those kinds of things. A lot of our residents have had the same beautician for 30 or 40 years, and yeah. it may, may be somebody that has one chair in their shop or they do it from their house or something like that. So, you know, I know when I go to see my hairdresser, I keep my mask on the whole time. Your hair looks good. Well, thank you. Thank you. Uh, Beth takes care of me. So, you know, but I keep my mask on. She limits how many people can come in uh, at one time. It's I'm. If I'm not with my kids, it's just me and her, you know. So those Mm -hmm. are the types of things that we're asking of our residents. It's the same things that everybody in the community is being asked to do, but unfortunately not everybody is doing. Mm -hmm. The majority of our residents are are taking all of the safety precautions that we're putting out there because not only do they not want to get this, but they don't want to bring it into this building. So everybody's being really cautious. Yeah, they're taking care of each other. I almost uh, uh, left here with my mask still sitting on this chair, and before I got uh, out this first door here, I was being glared at. Oh, well, I mean, they were not happy with me whatsoever. If a glaring is all you got, I'm surprised. <laughs> uh, Paige is really good at the front desk. Yes. Oh, yes, she stops she is. people all the time. Yeah. Uh, it's really gotten to be a little bit of a joke. Uh, I mean, I walked out of my office this morning to go to a meeting, and Paige said, do you have your mask? And I said, yes, I do. And then I, I reached up. is like, oops, no, I don't. And <laughs> I had to go get it. Um, it's, it uh, is an ongoing joke between me and the residents. I'll see them out in the hall. If they don't have theirs on, all I've got to do is reach up and touch my nose and they dig in their pocket or their purse or whatever and pull their mask out and put it on. It's easy to forget. It is easy to forget. We're all going to forget from time to time. Yeah, we're not perfect. Good gracious, no. Well, at least I'm not. All right, we've got to wrap up the show, Terry. And thank you very much. I thoroughly enjoyed it, and we will have to have you on again. Absolutely. Because uh, the more that people know about this special place, the more that will be uh, maybe coming through and, and talking to you and looking it over because right. it, it is a very, very nice place. Well, thank you. I appreciate that, and I appreciate you, you having me you, on. You do a great job here, hon. Thank you, Truman. All right, guys, we'll see you in the morning at 9. From NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com.